And greetings, greetings everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG and we are back again. Week number 52. This is episode, I think, number 42, something like that for us. And we are back closing out in a big way with uh, a lot of the big brains of uh, <laughs> Star Citizen on the gate on the show today. Um, we've got a special guest uh, also as well we're really excited about. And uh, I think I'm going to start out uh, introducing him. Uh, many of you guys know him, and we have been looking forward to having him on the show. And when I talked to him, he said, Griff, put me down for the last week. So I guess he wanted to go out with a big way. So we appreciate him coming on. And that is Space Tomato. Space, glad to have you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I am... I had to be on this show. Um, this topic is is definitely a big one that I'm looking forward to. There's a lot going on next year. I love talking about speculation, so I had to be here. That that is awesome sauce. You know what? We keep getting these guys. Kidney, you Nikki, notice these guys that we get have these like great voices, like him and Dig That. <laughs> They've got these like deep resonating voices that boom through. They're like the James Earl Jones of Star Citizen for us, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Anyway, no, dude, we're really happy to have you, and uh, appreciate you making the time to be here today. Um, right. Next, I will go up to Kimmy, Kimmy sixty five, back again. What's Welcome up, bro? Space Tomato, Griff, Neat. Glad to see you guys. Yes, so much information. It's almost TMI, and 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 uh, in my opinion, uh, but yeah, we gotta go. We gotta trudge through this, man. It's so much okay. uh, to cover. But uh, it's a good thing we, we, when we hear things back from CIG, mm -hmm. especially on the state of the game and where it's going. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. we're, we're, uh, we're in on this one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good stuff. And last but not least, our legacy master, the man who's been around since this whole thing began in 2012. <laughs> Mr. Unique. What's up, brother? How you doing? All right. Hello, gang. Uh, I, I guess that just means I'm really old. And <laughs> no, it does Tour, not. It man. does not Tour. mean that. It does not mean that. Do me a favor, Unique. Can you tilt your camera down physically, the top of your laptop, just a little bit? Because people, the, there you go. People are missing that shirt, brother. The big oh, Benny yes. shirt. Okay, we yes, cannot Benny's. let that big Benny shirt not be seen on the show yes. today. No, it's it's good to have you back Lord, as I'm well. Just for this show. Just for this. <laughs> you keep it folded, <laughs> nice and neat, sit on the side. I get you. Plastic. I get you. Gotta I get have you. the Bennies, man. Gotta have some Bennies. I get you. I get you. Well, again, it's really great to have everybody here. Easy, we see you. Good to see you. Holston Coop, also good to see you as well. Holston Hoop said, hi, hey, ho. And I guess he wasn't calling any of us a ho, so I guess I can approve his message going through there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh the yeah. good old typo I, yeah I the type elf and magic man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing yeah no it's good to have you guys join us today for our last show of 2020 and yeah wow. 2021 i'm sure cannot come fast enough for many people not just because of all of the crazy things that have happened in 2021 Ooh. but just because we have a lot to look forward to as star citizen backers hey, so Gigi. let's uh let's let's hit on that just a little bit uh, let's do a quick retrospective, and the, the, what I want to touch on since the last time we were together is 3.12. It's been out now for a little bit. It's had a little bit of time to mingle amongst the community. We've got it out of the uh, PTU and into the PU. Um, Space, let me ask you first. Have you had any chances to get in there and check out 3.12 yet? Not as much as I would like. Uh, I'm disappointed in the amount of time I've had to experiment with it. Mm-hmm. From what I've gotten to experience, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, the refining, especially, is is really great. There's 
it's a good patch in in my opinion what i've noticed recently though is that the patches will be good for me for about a month maybe a month and a half mm-hmm. and then i start having bigger problems bigger glitches more 30ks more crashes so we'll see how it goes in terms of that sort of long scale kind of aspect but overall i think it's a, a solid patch as far as 2020 is concerned mm-hmm. okay kimmy how about you what have you had some time to do in uh, 3.12 well for me it would be easy just to say lagrange points because the aesthetic the the the, the uh, spacecaping um again the aesthetics but uh as i recently played in the game uh there were some un- unforeseen things or not spoken of the fact that we had uh 47 in the server and frame rates were really good the fact that uh we played for quite a long time without a server crash and here's the thing we had a server crash we were in a group or a team and we actually spawned back to the ship that we were on we were doing we were doing a mining detail and we were on the argo we we had a, a a crash and I went back in the game, and there I was, still on the ship with all my mates. So you know, you yeah, know, what, those are you know what that means. You know what that means. <laughs> oh yeah, that means that you've been the luckiest guy in the world because that's that's been in the game for two <laughs> patches, and you just haven't had no crashes like that because that has been in the game. So I'm glad that you got to experience it when it was working because a lot of us was experiencing it when it would sometimes work, sometimes not work. So to your point, it is good to know that that particular mechanic. Oh, you're right. It is good to know that that mechanic is working yeah. in the game. You're absolutely right. Unique. Have, uh, have you any time in three twelve at all? This is the hardest man working. Um, I've been working a lot, but uh, I was I was going to get this new Toby Five device for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of waiting to try that out. I did get yes. it on the laptop, and I started to fly around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they changed some of the controls again, so I wasn't mm-hmm. adept at flying it. But oh yeah. my goodness, the way it looks is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't crashed on me yet. I need to get back to it because um, I had a crash on my gaming PC after I got home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to rebuild that so that uh, all my tools or flight sticks and stuff are available to me. So yeah, I have to chime in with Unique at 07 to him on that because I have the uh, Toby Eye Tracker 5 as well. And it is seamless. Uh, man, let me tell you, the, the, the FPS that I would kind of cringe uh, with as far as going in there and and feeling as though I need someone with me uh, side by side to kind of clean out those drug labs. Mm -hmm. I was able to go in and feel so comfortable with it uh, using the eye tracker, uh, looking down hallways, panning, uh, just using my eye movements. It felt really good. And I cleared that whole area by myself. Nice. Okay, cool. I want to put out there that it says, and they kind of sell it as the eye tracker, I want to make sure everyone understands that it's also a head tracker. So mm-hmm. it monitors your head movement yes. and turns the camera yep. or and or watches where you're looking mm-hmm. at the same time. And it does both simultaneously, <clears throat> which is amazing for a single device. Yeah. So $230 US, guys. $230 US if you decide you want to go for it. So there you go. It <laughs> it's is worth it. It's a nice it's peripheral. It. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a nice peripheral. It. especially 50% for that would be an impulse buy. No yeah, you yeah. Ten percent discount before January fifth if you go through CIG. Um, oh, okay, that's also, good to know. Yeah, please DM me, guys, in chat. Everyone in chat, if you have any questions about it, or uh, I'm I'm more than glad to help out, mm. do some tech support uh, mm-hmm. for you. No, that's, I'm that, saying skip the next mid-sized ship. Get it. 
<laughs> okay well that's yes. a good point okay good point. i mean it's gotten nothing but praises so far from people who've purchased yeah. it and they're pretty happy with it and they don't think it's just one of those gimmicky items to add to the game so that's that's good to know that's very good to know um i want to give some shout outs to some people dark knight 75 we saw you come in coffee saw you come in ken saw you come in um uh, ken was uh, dark knight was one of the people who hung out with us last night several people hung out with us last night we did a little mining op uh, just to have some fun while it was vacation time. Kimmy had suggested that, and I think we were on the game for like five hours. I don't know what time they went to bed last night, but five hours was too much Four for me. But they were, oh yeah, yeah, it was. They went eight Four hours. I, I forget that. Okay, so anyway, they they were on late last night. Um, let's let's jump into it. Oh wow, D Billings, thank you so much for that Prime subscription. We really, really, really appreciate that. Thank you for kicking us off in a really cool way for the end of the year. We appreciate that. Um, I've got to change the title of our show, so I'm going to throw the first piece out here. Um, in 312, um, let me ask this, and, I, and you guys can answer this if you want to answer it. Do you think 312 was a patch that was satisfactory? In other words, there were a lot of people who thought that 311 and 312 were going to be kind of thin because they were expecting so much. And then once we got them, it seemed like people were pretty satisfied with it. Do you think that CIG is putting out enough content in these patches at this point? Tomato, I'll, I'll start with you. Do you think that there's that they're satisfying in the sense of what's coming out, or do you think that the expectations are greater? I think it's complicated because they've set the bar from their, for themselves at this point. I would say if you were going by what we expected at the beginning of this year, then... 312 would have been a disappointing patch but given what we got throughout the year 312 definitely seems like a much better denser more uh packed full of actual content kind of patch between the massive visual changes we've gotten from the clouds mm -hmm. um the underlying changes from things like uh, the reputation systems and the actual sort of gameplay creating changes like uh the idris defense missions and and things like that mm -hmm. it seems like it's kind of hit all the all the boxes that it needed to for a solid patch okay okay unique how about you uh well i first would like to go back to last year when they put out the new schedules and said what they were going to be delivering through the year mm -hmm. and it was the first quarter was a, a big patch the second quarter would be a smaller patch the third quarter would be a big and the mm -hmm. fourth quarter would be a small so I'm referencing that. Mm -hmm. So for this fourth quarter, that's supposed to be a small patch. I would say home run. This was a really amazing small patch with <laughs> the clouds and uh, the reputation system, the first level coming in is really, really good. Uh, a bit more stability on the server and uh, they're supporting Toby on top of that. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a few ships, I think, uh, with the visual and fixes that they've put in. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even say fixes. I'm, I'm sure this is not the end of it. It's a pretty amazing patch. Okay, okay. Kimmy, how about you? Do you think it's thick or thin, or do you think they hit it on point? I'm sticking with thick, and the fact that they had so many uh, uh, features put into this patch, uh, I wasn't even able to go in and, and use everything or, or interact with everything. Just last night was my first time uh, being at... I was able to go to the the, the uh, refinery uh, area mm -hmm. and just to see how massive and uh, how much work they put into that. Yeah. And the tractor beam tool, that's something I've yet to try and use. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when you're talking about uh, bringing in new backers and th the fact that they put in these uh, markers or, or uh, I call them POEs, points of entries now, 
uh, when, you know, new backers buy a new ship and they walk towards it. And then you have these little golf balls that highlight where to enter the ship. I think those are nice little touches that will uh, help new backers. But yeah, it's chock full of features that <clears throat> when you look at it down the line, like, for example, the cloud tech, it's going to it's going to transform or actually mature into your gas giant. So it's underlying and foundational pieces in this in, or in this patch that's going to expand out to uh, further iteration of the game itself. But, yeah, I thought it was a lot of uh, uh, um, detailed features, especially with the mining UI. Okay, good, good point. Well, I guess my vote on this would be that I think CIG in light of 2020, in light of COVID, in light of a lot of things that took place this year, yeah. uh, I think that they delivered. Um, obviously, we always have greater expectations on things, but I also think that, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, there was a lot of uncertainty. The whole Squadron 42 issue came up, um, and that seemed to be over the summer getting rectified little by little. But by the time we got to 311 and 312, uh, I, th I personally think that they, that they did very well. I'm going to real quick go down the list here on, uh, on the RSI site. You guys know that they actually have a, a portion here that describes 312. Um, and so I just want to touch on some of the things that, that came up in particular. And you guys can tell me which one is the one that probably impacts you the most as a player. One was the refineries. Kimmy mentioned that the melting pot. The other one was called Death and Glory, which was dealing with the, uh, the Idris being implemented into the game for security measures. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cloud Nine was talking about the um, the Cloud Tech that is coming to the game in the Lagrange points. Birds of War was the Talons that were introduced into the game, both the Talon and Talon Strike. Uh, Field Manipulator was the, as you mentioned, Kimmy, the uh, tractor beam gun, the, the handheld tractor beam gun. Uh, Weapon Zeroing was introduced into the game. We knew that they did, as Unique mentioned, graphic enhancements. Uh, the VTech, they made the planets and everything look just a lot, lot better. Uh, and then they worked on a big one was the mining UI. New mining UI came out for the mining ships. Um, and then they mentioned this thing about, um, well, there were two things. They put in, they actually put the Toby eye tracker is one of the new implementations that, that came into the game because even though something similar was that in there before. But they also mentioned this thing about battle stations. And I want to talk about that a little bit because they were theming out 312 as this thing called the assault on Stanton. And so. You guys know there was supposed to be this whole Xeno piece that was supposed to be being introduced into the game uh, that would be a community effort toward fighting against this particular group of people. Um, so let me, let, me, let me start with Space Tomato. Out of all those things, which one is the one that probably impacts you the most of the one that you're, you're digging at all that? Well, I guess I can't really speak for the, the, the uh, Xeno threat thing since it hasn't exactly happened yet. Mm -hmm. I, I think that would be my answer. Mm. if we'd experienced it, but I don't know exactly what it's going to sound like yet. Um, uh, I guess, I mean, one thing, I don't know if you mentioned it, I don't think I heard it, but I think the thing that impacts me most would be refining, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because I would say 90% of the time I'm playing this game, I'm playing in a group, I'm playing on stream uh, with other people, and we're looking for things to do that impact the most amount of people. Mm -hmm. And that refining really helps to expand the mining gameplay loop and allow you know allow you to start to get cargo haulers involved get groups of scanners involved different mining ships like all this stuff to kind of uh bring group gameplay together in better ways than you could before so mm. i think that that one would go for go to refining for me okay kimmy how about you well definitely um the mining aspect of the game and the ui that that uh envelops it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're able to see quantanium and we are, we're able to see the different uh, mineral uh, that's deposited in these containers. And then the time, there's a timer now mm-hmm. on quantanium that gives you a, a window or a time and space uh, when you have to leave from the moon mm-hmm. or wherever you're mining to get to that refinery station in a safe uh, manner. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I still got to say that, you know, the ships, that that's, that's one of the, the, the essential keys to bringing in new players and backers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the fact that we got these ships, the Nomad, isn't the Nomad somewhere in there, in that Mm-mm. factored in there? Not that I know of. It was really the Talons that were listed in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we have those two ships and they're part of the, you know, the 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 wholesale of of these options of getting a new ship or, or flying a new ship, mm-hmm. and it supports the, the PVP uh, a little more as a, as a, a variation. But uh, overall, uh, a lot of this had a lot of uh, foundational things that's going to enhance the game, okay. uh, especially with the user interfaces across the board. When you're talking about now uh, you have these development tools that will go in. And so that means as you expand this out, these user interfaces are locked in, they're solid, they're stable, and they're going to be consistent across the board, which will mitigate these these bugs and issues because now they're solid in the game, they're optimized. And and it's it's the right way to do things. It just they just need that time to get this in. So it's a huge uh, benefit for us when we're talking about now these new interfaces that we're going to be using. Which is basically and, the building blocks tech, right? The building blocks the building tech that they blocks, worked yes. on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Elevator panels, right, and, and such, and the user interfaces that's going to be incorporated with ships, but mainly the the elevator panel updates and and the UI that we're looking at now. Okay, they're building blocks. Okay, cool. Uh, unique. Anything in those, up that list that sticks to you? Well, um, I do like the building blocks. Uh, it's the tech that's making things seem smoother, more realistic. Mm-hmm. And I do look forward to the gameplay, like inside a ship engineering and stuff. So all of the keyboard patterns and stuff, you'll be able to possibly click and move and change the widgets around to mm-hmm. increase fuel flow, or, you know, reroute a power or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, but I do like the introduction of being able to get the Idris to spawn. Mm. Okay. Yes. Uh, what I'm thinking about is uh, mining and refining, obviously huge for the gameplay. It's where everything starts. Mm. But if the birth of a missile is mining and refinery to build a missile, the death of the missile is being launched from some fighter into something like an Idris, <clears> right? <throat> That's your full circle. And I think by putting that in it gives the people who love to fight and don't like to mine something to do and practice on mm-hmm. which is great uh yes the whole creating of the missiles and stuff isn't there yet i think it's sort of a meeting in the middle kind of thing that's the end thing mm-hmm. get the fighters got something new to do got the refinery got something for the miners new to do and they're creeping you can feel the creeping towards completion of that lineage um from uh, birth to destruction of something created then the rebirth of that. And I think that's exciting. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, Grizz, good to see you. Jajad says, Talons can be summoned on planetary vehicle spawns. <laughs> Big implications for mining. I don't know if that's intentional or not. Um, Security detail. Yeah, I don't know if that's intentional or not, Jajad. So we'll have to find out whether that's a bug. That would be really That works. 
the 100 series too really yeah oh so maybe they are allowing it to spawn then if that if there's another series of ships doing it yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but can you actually do anything with a hundred series ship? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, we did some, we did some go? transportation <laughs> when Listen. we were doing. So, so on my channel, one of the things that we try to do is with the external inventories, the rock miner, and then a couple ships, we get a full circle of uh, mining minerals, taking them out of the rock, putting them in a ship to fly them back to a station and sell them all at the same time. Production. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Food so production. we we would spawn the one hundred series down at the outpost. And mm. use that as our as our scanning and transport ships. Oh, okay. yeah. kind of small, yeah, small operation, yeah, but it works. Okay, yep. a little well, innovation there. It works is another question, but <laughs> <laughs> we tried it. Okay, fair enough. They're also good targets for a talent. So. <laughs> Listen, don't don't start talking about my origin <laughs> ships over there. You need, do not start on my origin ships now. You don't want to get me started. <laughs> delivery that has the bullseye. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aim here. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump to our, our next topic here. And that was, as you guys know, uh, as we went into 312, uh, there was a letter that came out from a letter from the chairman that was posted on the RSS, yes. RSI website uh, from Chris Roberts. And he opens up that letter. He's been come, it's opening up with these interesting quotes. He was quoting Kennedy on the last one. This time he's quoting Dickens. He says, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times from the tale of two cities. <laughs> And, um, and, and he uses it as a comparison to saying the difficulties of this year, obviously things such as COVID that affected, uh, you know, just people everywhere. And of course, affected the gaming community. Many of you guys know that several of the gaming communities or gaming companies literally could not continue to work uh, because of COVID. They weren't prepared uh, or many of them got delayed even more because of the transitions that many of them had to do just to keep their employees working. Fortunately, CIG kind of had a, uh, a structure that allowed them to transition to it a lot easier and they were able to still maintain working uh as you guys know from watching uh, isc and scl you saw that many of the times folks were working from home um but in this letter chris gives out a lot of information uh about he does a year in review uh talking about 3.9 <clears throat> where he talks about the fact that microtech's moons were introduced uh the player inner thought was prison gameplay <clears throat> that was in the first quarter of the year um, the next quarter of the year in 310, he talks about the fact that they worked on Atmosphere, the new player trading app, which 10th Sigma would love to be here for, for giving money to each other. <laughs> Body dragging was yeah. brought in uh, as a first step toward medical and bounty hunting. Uh, and then you guys know in 311, force reactions got brought in, the cargo stations, even though they weren't working, they were put into the game. Uh, the armistice zones changed. Uh, and then throwable objects such as grenades and stuff was introduced. And then, of course, we just talked about 312, what was introduced there. Um, out of this year in review, um, space, and, you know, when we look at the whole year, one of the things that we hear people say quite often, in fact, let me tap into you because I got this from you, from one of your videos you did. You did a mm -hmm. video just recently saying how there was someone who posted a comment on your website or in, your, or in one of your comment areas saying that there had been nothing new brought into Star Citizen into years. You know which video I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Could, could you elaborate a little bit on that in relation to what we have here and maybe just share your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, the the crux of the video that I made, the whole point of that video um, originally was going to be, <laughs> hey, look, there's actually gameplay. Uh, but I, I think it turned into something more important in that it was a video that explored how people don't have the same definition of what gameplay is. So we could look at this year in review 
and we could see something like, okay, yeah, the throwable system has been refined, or there's uh, I don't know, new new flight model on the on the uh, mm-hmm. in their list of things they did this year, and we'll be like, yes, this is. See, it gets really generalized, but I say, hey, yeah, this is new gameplay that they've added. What I mean is, this is a new means for me to create gameplay for myself. Um, and I think that there's different types of players. There's players that really need to be fed that gameplay to understand what they can do. And then there's the type of player who, you know, had a blast with games like Half-Life because they took things and they did things they weren't supposed to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely a difference in in, uh, in what people would call gameplay, but mm-hmm. I think gameplay is still being added. Yeah. I, I've got something here, and Zomax throws out something here. He throws in the statement of gameplay versus content, right? Yeah. And um, Unique, let me bounce this off of you because I, I, I know that there's a dynamic of content that we want to see come into the game, or we have greater things in relation to mission givers and things that we can be doing uh, using the game mechanics, particularly for ships that have certain jobs. You know, for example, uh, I've got a uh, a reclaimer. I would love to be able to take that ship out and start doing some form of salvage, right? Um, but do you, it, my question to you is the universe, the persistent universe is a sandbox and a sandbox is basically a place where you go make your own thing happen too. So do you think sometimes players are kind of missing that sandbox side of this thing that they're just kind of looking as, as space tomatoes said some people may need to have things fed to them, but do you think that they're forgetting about the fact that there are people who go out there every week and do stuff and have fun and find ways to keep the game fresh for themselves? Do you think that people are forgetting a sandbox dynamic or maybe they're not even familiar with the sandbox element because they've been playing standalones or certain types of games that have always given them missions? Um, no, I think people understand what the sandbox is. Okay. And my thing would be, and the Reclaimer is a good example, uh, you might be in the sandbox, but you really do hope that you've got your little shovel and bucket, that there's actually sand in the box. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only way you can build a sand castle. Mm-hmm. So having ships like the Reclaimer are great. It shows they can build the big ships, but... Basically, it's just a big target right now. It's a lot of gameplay for people who want to shoot big ships. Mm-hmm. It is zero fun for the person flying the big <laughs> ship. The ship has nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Right? It can only be run as cargo because it happens to have a large amount of cargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to come up with all kinds of other things to do with it than its intended purpose. So since I can't go out and reclaim anything, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of sand that's missing in the box. So hopefully in 2021, uh, there's a little bit more sand put in the box, Mm -hmm. a little less ships Mm -hmm. this coming year. I would really like that, like close the loop on a couple of ships. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah. But I think Gigi just kind of also said what you just said. She says, but it's also their job to give us gameplay and content, which is a combination of their responsibility. And and I and I would agree. I mean that that is where it comes from. It's not just enough to just say, here's some space, here's some ships, go have at it, right? There has to be some purpose that's out there in the game. Absolutely. Um, bringing, uh, bringing up, mm-hmm. sorry, just no, go ahead, go ahead. Going, going back to what I was saying, though, that the idea that adding features that just support gameplay isn't enough. You have to add narrative, you have to add locations, mm-hmm. you have to add the stuff that's going to drive mm-hmm. those features forward. So, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, in that video, I make a, I, may, I try to make a point to say I'm not disagreeing with the guy. Right. But I think it's, right. I think there's a disconnect when people say, mm-hmm. I think it sounds better to say, I want more gameplay next year rather than to say, 
I want healing devices that allow me to pick up my friends when they've been down on the ground <laughs> next. Like it's just, it's, right. it's much easier. Yeah. Right. So Kimmy, I'm going to give you the hard question of the day. Is it fair to demand all this on a game that is not finished? Um, is it fair to demand? I, I think it's more of a thing of looking at what is going on and seeing the reality of it. It's about understanding that this is a Kickstarter project. This is a Kickstarter project that is taking an engine and building out these developmental tools and laying down the foundational work. And so when you, when you say demand, it, it's, it's better as opposed to saying, I just want content. It's almost like the parent has to go to the child and say, Junior, what would you like today? What would you like to see in the game, Junior? It, it, you you kind of want to say, you know, not to say that you're a child, but you, you want to look at what is, you want to look at the game as it is and see what's going on. And, and, and this project demands that. Uh, this is one thing that demands from their backers. You, you, you see the development. You have to study the development. You have to see what's going on. And then when it comes to what you were saying, uh, Griff, to your point, or to your question, it's a thing of speaking specifically on what you would like to see. Not just to say you general, generalize something and say, I want to see more content. Okay, tell us what do you want to see? You have the form, you have Spectrum to use as a tool to say, I would love to see salvage because this is why I like to see salvage because it will add to the narrative to the economy system. It would add into the recycling of materials. Uh, this is something I want to do because it's different than mining. When you speak on that basis and you, you come with an objective statement, it, it makes more sense that people can see that, okay, this is what's going on. Uh, it, it brings in the reality of what's happening with this mm -hmm. project. It, it is what it is. You still have to do your homework. You still have to understand what's going on with the project. You can't just come up with a summary of saying, I don't have what I want, so I want more content. So you, so you don't think it's an unfair for. You don't think it's an unfair question. And when people say that, you know, they, they, they or I, I shouldn't say demand. Let's just say people want more content. My question yes. is, is it unfair? To want more contract un content on a game that is unfinished. Well, I'm, I'm yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, or you give me a yes or no. Yes, you can. That's what Nordic. All thank about. you for the subscription. Three months. Thank you so much. Thank you, this Nordic. Is what this project is all about uh, uh, interjecting, adding in comments, and speaking on what you would like to see in the game. Kimmy, you um, make a great politician because I you ain't saying yes or no. You said yes, everything except either one. Yes, You're saying it, yes, you, it is, yes, it is. This, this is what it's about. What yes this is what this project is about. No, no, speaking up. It, no, and, I'm asking, is it an unfair question? Are you saying yes it is unfair or no, no it's not it's unfair? It's not unfair. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, that's no, what I was trying to get to. You have interaction, you have a voice. This is what this project is all about. Dark Knight. Dark Knight says Kimmy for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I don't That's want that good. job. That's but no, good. It, it is about, you know, ask speaking up and interjecting. It's not just but then at the same time, you 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 don't just uh be negative about something or just generalize. Yeah. Be specific in what you're asking for, you know, in that regard. And do your homework with this project. This this is what it's about. Okay. And when you do your homework, you will understand a little more of what's going on. Okay. I, I have a different opinion, uh, and I agree with I agree a little bit of what everyone has said. I honestly do. I do agree a little bit with everyone has said. 
I do believe that there are expectations. I think because we're consumers, there are expectations. When we spend money on something, we expect yes. something in return for it. And that's just the that's just the nature of things, right? And especially when we, you know, we buy something and we've paid for it and we're kind of saying, okay, well, where is it? You know, but I also, in, in the back of my mind, this is me, guys, so don't, don't throw the rocks. I'm just saying, but, but for me, <laughs> the thing that no keeps me sane, the, yeah, the thing that keeps me sane about the game is remembering the fact that the game is not finished. If this was a finished game and this stuff wasn't working, I'd be barking like a maniac. But the fact that I know, even if I do want something in particular in the game, I also am learning how much one thing connects to something else in the game. I like salvaging, but I also know that that's tied to drones and drones are tied into other ships. And so if I just want my salvaging, that means other aspects of the game have to be fixed in order to work as well. And so I just, I, I've just kind of gotten into a point now where to protect my sanity, folks, I'm not saying anything's wrong with those of you who disagree. I'm just saying to protect my sanity, I have to continue to see progress in the sense of the development. Yeah. And I also have to tell myself it's not finished. You know, and I also have to look at the history of gaming and how long it takes to make any other game, um, which is going to lead to my next question to you guys in relation to um, what we saw take place with um, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, no. Now, now, bear with me here. I'm not throwing rocks at it because because most of the people who I've talked to who played in the PC experience have been pretty happy with it. They feel most of what they've seen in relation to bugs are kind of like the typical bugs that you would see with any game on a PC level. We know what the fiasco was in relation to consoles. We know that that was a fiasco. We know that there wasn't a lot of transparency in relation to the consoles. But, but there were some people, even PC players, who said they should have waited another three to six months and it would have been cool. Now, my, my question to that is, is that is that being said in retrospect? Because if they had said that a month beforehand, would people have lost their minds and said, here we go again, they're delaying the game. And, and I'm saying that in relation to Star Citizen, because we're going to get into what Chris said in relation to Squadron 42, because there's a new piece that people are raising up about his comments about Squadron 42. So, Tomato, you, you raised your hand first. I'll throw it at you right now. <laughs> uh, you know, what happens when we put something out and it's not there? Well, I have, a, I have a lot to say about Cyberpunk. <laughs> okay. I'm one of the people, I, I'm one of, I'm not going to get into this, I promise. I, I just want to say, it. I'm one of the people who, I've played it on PC. Um, I had fun. I've also played it on Xbox Series X now. I'm currently playing it through that. And I'm having fun. But the game needed years more work. I, I would not have taken six more months. I would have taken like one to two more years. Like mm -hmm. there are some mm -hmm. foundational issues I have with that game compared to what it was meant to be compared to what Cyberpunk 2020 is be is compared to what Pondsmith says mm -hmm. that this fiction is. But but I won't I won't get super deep into that. Um your your question was uh if if there's we should be learning something from the yeah. idea of uh <clears throat> delaying something too late yep um and this is in regards to cyberpunk or well i'm cyberpunk? saying i'm saying you know there was a great amount of anticipation for cyberpunk right i mean right. Skip, skip the hype i mean just general anticipation cd yeah. projects res reputation the witcher uh we know it's going to be a good game we saw plenty of demonstrations of things that said hey this is what's going to happen uh, but then when it gets delivered, from my understanding, I, I don't even, I haven't bought the game yet. I do want to buy it. I said, I'd wait. 
But I read some people who wrote a list of the things that they had promised that would be in the game that weren't in the game, that still aren't in the game. And so my question is, you know, is this something to learn in the sense of what we're asking for from CIG? Because we know CIG has also put forth an ambitious project. You know, mm -hmm. is this something for us to kind of take note of or do we just treat them as two separate things? Our, nothing's ever in a vacuum, right? Okay. Like if, if, I don't know, if, if uh, something goes wrong with a truck Toyota's releasing and like it's super public and you see the exact same things happen with that as we see happening with Star Citizen, I would hope people would draw the, the parallel because like the video I did a couple of months ago, this isn't just about games, it's about projects and the same things in video game development you can see in uh, a mobile operating systems development or something. So I would definitely say like, view what happened with Cyberpunk and then think about how that could happen with Squadron 42 and it would be so much worse, <laughs> so much worse mm -hmm. because of what Squadron 42 has already been through. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying they, they can use that as an, as an excuse because at this point, we should be pretty pretty close to to something with Squadron Forty Two, but um, I I do think that that's something to consider. Mm. Uh, Kimmy, um, Cyberpunk, um, Anthem, um, Fallout Seventy Six. These were all published by major major companies that we would have never expected to run into this problem. I mean, even though, and, and Klaus, Colossal mentions it in chat, but yeah, a lot of this has to do with the right publishers, there. right? Yeah. He says it's the publishers. Yes. But still, yes. these are companies with major reputations yes. that made this faux pas. I mean, you would think after what we saw happen with No Man's Sky, that everybody yes. would have said, okay, we're not going to let that happen again. And yet and still, we still had these major companies who pushed out products that weren't ready, and then we saw what happened in response to that. Um, yeah. is, is Chris Roberts taking on a lot of heat here because of this whole thing of now he's saying with Squadron 42, it'll be ready when it's ready. We're not going to give any dates or anything. We want to make sure it's ready before we finally talk about this game. Well, you know that old saying, uh, out of the frying pan and in, and into the fryer. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris is refusing to go into the fry, mm -hmm. fry vat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's refusing to go into it by doing this. And, and he, it's the right thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a, a change. There's going to be a major change that's being required. What you're, what you're basically crying out for is the fact that the gaming industry has to change. It has to get better because we as gamers are far too intelligent to to keep receiving these type of underperforming games and products. And it's not the fault of the developers or, or the developers themselves, but it's also, it's, it's the investors. And it's not to, to, to point fingers and say, that's, the, that's the, the one thing that's causing the issue. They invest. <laughs> oh, seven. It's, it's, it's a thing of, you know, they, they, they lend the money and they want a return on their investment. Mm -hmm. And that, that narrative has to change or else no one is going to win. Uh, we're on the cusp of what Chris is doing. It's going to change the industry in regards to how we, we want these games to be developed. This is all, we're seeing a cycle that needs to be broken. That's all. Um, as we see now with Cyberpunk, or, or I call it CP2077, there's uh, class action lawsuits is out there now. Uh, initially, before that, when they delayed it again, there were there were sparks of death threats. I'm like, 
people calm down <laughs> it's a game <laughs> but we need better we have to look for something better and if it means that we have to go kickstarter and really become patient people and what it takes to develop these games then we have to wait for these uh these triple a games to come up to a level that's that's going to satisfy or exceed our expectations because we've gone we've become far too intelligent and want more demanding and challenging games right now the way the state of the game development uh industry is it's underperforming it's never going to satisfy you 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 and me both we all have these steam based catalog games that's sitting around that we bought on the steam sale winter sale for five ten fifteen bucks and we don't even play them that's the state of the gaming industry people wake up we're gonna have to wait and let them do it right if not everything is going to be cp 2077 and all those things that uh griff mentioned we gotta we gotta understand it's got to be revolutionized and it's got to be changed period so that's where we are and i applaud cloud imperium games for taking the time to make the best damn space universe sim ever because that's what it's going to take because when it's all said and done this is going to be talked about for decades after it its growth uh life and and maturity and death of this project it's going to be talked about for decades i hope for the right reasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah and 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 i'm going to take the last part to, to unique because unique has a background in, in programming and developing and he has a different insight on this also because he also um was in this from the very beginning um and, and someone asked the question, well, how much longer will it be delayed? And I think Colossal responded to that and saying, well, technically it hasn't been delayed. It has been postponed. I will say that 2015, 2016, we were, we were given dates. For, I'm sorry, for 2014 and 15, but that was for Squadron 42. Um, we did, they did put the number on the trailer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, they actually did say it at that time. Yeah. Now, here's my, here's my question uh, to Unique. Uh, Unique, 2012, the announcement... It's 2020, eight years. Is eight years too long for a AAA game? Absolutely not. There's no one will say that a AAA game takes less than 10 years. And I'll be the first to get on Mr. Roberts about things I don't like, like <laughs> still not delivering my robot repair guy, okay? However, I don't want anybody to be sick. I don't want anybody to die. This is a worldwide issue with COVID. I give all, yep. all across the board, the gaming industry manufacturers, a nine month to a one year pass, okay? Mm -hmm. And even longer if COVID shots don't work. It, <laughs> that's not their fault, that's not our fault, okay? So we have to expect at least a nine month delay on games across the board, which is for Cyberpunk, the one thing, they have that out, I don't know why they didn't take it, okay? So I will say that, they should have took it. Wow. Right, and nobody would have complained. Yes. It's like because of COVID, we could slide. They could have made a better game. Yes, uh, but <laughs> yeah. you're seeing the difference between studios that have investors and have a limit on how much they will invest Great versus point. Chris Roberts, who apparently has limitless money available to him because we keep sending it to him <laughs> for the development, continue yes, development, so he can wait because we keep sending money. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but you know, I, I, this is where I disagree with Kimmy. You, you, He's right that a change needs to be made. However, under the 
triple a game manufacturers thing when they only get like 25 million dollars to invest to build something that's a deadline in itself you're not getting more money something Mm -hmm. has to come out because when they press i agree with that you send your money in as an xbox player or a pc player or whatever that's what happens you send the money in you get it right Mm -hmm. and they've got the money they're not giving it back to you it doesn't matter whether they promise something or not to promise something because every time they scroll down and click X on that EULA yep. that you didn't read, yep. you're accepting <laughs> as is. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is as is. And so you've already accepted it. You can't actually win that lawsuit. Yeah. And, and, it, and it is a tough situation. Uh, the balance between publisher, developer, investor, as Kimmy mentioned, uh, it, it is a factor and it is a business. Uh, I, I agree with you, Tomato, when you say that they should have taken the extra time. But my understanding is from the industry that they had pressure on them. Part of the pressure was holiday season. They were looking at launching this thing on two brand new platforms on Xbox and PS, the next generation machines. And if Cyberpunk didn't come out, there was no real big title to launch across with those. So both Sony and Microsoft were giving them heat as well. And unfortunately, the community <laughs> ends up suffering. Yeah, yeah. The community ends up wow. suffering in the process of this. Now, I'm going to mention this and we're going to go to the next subject. But there are some people who say to fix the problem, we need to stop pre ordering stuff. <laughs> because to Unique's point, once they oh, get yeah. that money, that. it is a done deal. So I'd be yeah. really curious to see you all what you all think about that. But because when we pour in millions and millions and millions of dollars, as it, it, there's no pressure to get the game done now because they've already got the revenue even before the game comes out. But that's a whole nother argument. So yeah, but if we don't pre-order, they'll just release the game before it's finished. And then just, <laughs> <laughs> just start. It still gets okay. stuck, right? It gets stuck every month. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll complete the game either someday. way. Right. That's true because that is the other side of what has happened in the industry. So it it is a monster. Okay. Well, let's move on. Um, we talked about, uh, oh, let me ask about the, uh, the, oh, see, mm, let me talk about this. If you guys didn't see it, the financials were included in Chris's letter of the chairman. So if you're curious about how the money goes and what the numbers are like and whether we got more people, less people, they have a really, they really did a really nice breakdown this year. It's much more user-friendly to read. So feel free to take a look at that when you guys get time. Um, they also talked about the explosive growth in players. Kimmy just talked about that, uh, that there are more people who are in the game playing it now. Um, much of that has come from everything from the free flies to, this, to the more content that has been added for people who've been playing the game. So I think they said they've quadrupled in the amount of time that people are playing the game. Um, so let's go ahead and jump out of this and go to the roadmap. And if you guys want to follow along with us, um, our co-hosts here uh, have all brought up the roadmap. Uh, you guys know that the roadmap came out this week along with the new tracker uh, and it gives us a breakdown on 3.13 which is supposedly our final patch hopefully our final patch before we go to 4.0 um, I'm going to go to Space Tomato first on this one um, there are a lot of things that were listed on here and many of them were some pretty cool things I thought uh, Tomato what, is there anything in particular that stood out for you give me two items off of that list that uh, that stick out to you for 3.13 Well, there are things on here that I'm like, ooh, that's interesting And then there are <laughs> other things on here that I've been waiting for for a long time So they they are much more satisfying the mm. the last one here 
which I haven't really looked into. I've skimmed most of this so far. I haven't had much time. Uh, the convert legacy data management to iCache. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested in finding out more about what that is. You know, you see iCache and it's it's like a bright let bright red blinker. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to know more. Right. Um, but the things I'm most interested in actually are pretty trivial. It's the new asteroids and the cave entrances. Mm. Why they've <laughs> they've shown the cave entrances, the uh, the fissures and the sinkholes. They showed. I want to say more than two years ago now, mm -hmm. a year mm -hmm. and a half. Yeah, almost two years ago, I think they've shown it. Um, so they've had it working in the background. They, they, they've, there's something that they spent a lot of time getting to work. And I'm thinking it's got to be maybe A, um, supporting vehicles underground, and then B, maybe the ability to put missions inside the cave. It's not on the roadmap. And I haven't seen another monthly, monthly reports, but I'm going to keep a lookout um, in the December monthly report to see if they talk about missions and caves, because that would be a decent addition, I think, to see with that. And then the other one is the new asteroids. Um, I think one of the things that I expect to see with mining someday that we just don't even think about right now is the idea of having asteroids that are huge, you know, let's mm -hmm. say a kilometer across. And mineral veins in those asteroids are little pockets of minerals that you have to mine out by either landing on this asteroid or by hovering near it with your Orion. Um, and so this sort of them focusing on putting in new asteroids, I think, is going to be a good step in the variance around these stations. And also, you know, this will probably help with asteroids in the air and halo belt and the new asteroid field they're putting in pyro. So mm. that'll be interesting to see, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very quickly, guys, I'm going to put into the chat a link. I just put it in there. We're doing a survey for what you want to see in the game. If you guys could click on that and do it, you can put down four out of 12 options of things that you want to see. This is a live survey that's up, and we're going to show it to you in a little bit, and we can see what everybody really wants to see happen in the game. So I just put the link in there under Soul Citizens. Click on that survey real quick while we're talking. Fill it out for us, and we're going to give you guys the results on what people think is important for 2021. Uh, Kimmy, give me a couple items off that list for you on the roadmap that stand out. Oh, wow. Okay. I, the fact that I saw um, quantum on, on the uh, list, uh, quantum simulation, uh, essentially that's the economy system. Uh, and I can read it real quick. It's revealed at CitizenCon 2019, the quantum simulation will serve as the background economy for Star Citizen. Thousands of un unseen simulated entities will carry out trade, commerce, piracy, and security to populate and inform other game systems. So what that translates to is the fact that now we will see supply and demand go up and down based on uh, players' uh, interactions and what they do. And this also will include the 90% of NPCs that we do not see in the game. Okay, now are you seeing that in 313? A... Are you seeing that in 313? I'm, I'm missing that. Oh, I thought we were doing the roadmap. Okay, you yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, no, you're doing the tracker. I'm, I'm doing the, uh, the, the 313 for okay. 313. Yeah, no problem. 313. All right. I'll give you a couple seconds to look at it, and I'll come oh, back. No, no, you you're okay? Fine. You good? Okay. Um, well, as to what, what uh, I have to agree with uh, Space Tomato, the mm -hmm. new asteroid Stanton system. Mm. That's one, and you said two, and the mm -hmm. other one will be uh, finally the, the Merlin Constellation docking. Mm. Uh, for me, uh, that was one of the very first ships I uh, ended up getting and, and backing on and the fact that it did not work now that opens up a new 
sort of content or gameplay where you can now use that ship as a true reconnaissance or um, a, 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 an assistant ship mm-hmm. or a backup ship to help you out. If there's an enemy attacking you, you can someone can get into that ship and then it's now instead of a one-on-one situation, it's a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for that. And to what uh, Space Tomato mentioned about iCash and, and saying, well, what is it? It's basically your inventory caching that will now, they will now have a persistence. It will allow you to have per- true persistence in the game. So mm-hmm. basically your armor, your bullets, your energy cells, your weapons, those will fall under the category of inventory caching, mm-hmm. as well as minerals and items. Now that things will be either uh, static, meaning they, they they stay the same, or they become dynamic. Basically, they will change. So, for example, you get into the game, you have a clip of 30 bullets in your clip, you do a mission, you you expend half of those. You have 15 bullets in your, in your clip. You get out of the game, you come back four weeks later. You come back, you have that same gun with the uh, 15 clips in it. Mm-hmm. That's an example of the true persistence because of inventory caching, but it also expands out to so many uh, disciplines in the game, such as a true economy system, which is going to be supplied by quantum. Mm-hmm. Those minerals, uh, based, on, based upon how much you take from a system, it becomes a demand <clears throat> for them. And then the value goes up. Now, Tony Zorvet can take... Wait, wait, don't go too far. Don't go too far. Because we got two items. (laughs) And then you can use that for the economy system. So, iCash is basically um, your dynamic and static states of the game. Dynamic means it will change and then it will write up to the static, which becomes solid in the game and stay that way until you dynamically change it again. So, they have a tracker on you. So, it will serve to say what your state of player and what your state of your your items are in game as you play it and make those changes so iCash is huge okay. and it's great to know that it's coming first quarter well so i just want to i just want to i, I want to go back to that the reason i was confused about it is because i don't i'm not sure if this is actually iCash in the same yeah. way that when they did server uh ocs they also had it split into different segments so I was going That's to touch on I'm... that. Yeah, it's a transition over from the legacy data that they're moving over to it. Yeah. So it's the first iteration. So this is the full. It's the first. It's, it's the, the first conversion. iteration. Yeah, it's the first iteration of yes. them moving iteration. everything over gotcha. to it. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. It, and like you said, like with socks, they'll they'll keep tweaking it. You know, as yeah. we go on. Yeah. But but to Kimmy's point, this is the first big step into moving into having the inventory caching going. And on. I think yeah. it's really important. They don't have it here on the roadmap, and that's mm-hmm. gonna mess them up. I'm telling. It happens every single time, but it's really important to tell people this is the first iteration of it. This mm-hmm. is not gonna be the full iCache. This is probably gonna have some stuff that's missing that we expect. Mm-hmm. Well, think of the think of it this way, Space Tomato. The fact that we only have Stanton, and then when you start adding on all these new systems. Guess what? All these other items will start to come under the fold of iCash as we discover them or they're revealed upon uh, being placed in these systems and planets and moons. So it's, it's yeah, it's a continual uh, iteration of it as they gather and build out the universe because we're going to find uh, these variables and these uh, exotic minerals and, and creatures and such. So, yeah, but I think yeah, tomatoes, it's a, it's a continual I think, thing. but I think tomatoes point is, is the fact that the community, if it, because it's only a two line description, they will think, think that it, the full thing is in. And all of a sudden yes. now we have all this caching in the game when we know yes. that they said that it was going to take, cause originally they told us that we may not see eye cash until the fall. 
Yeah. Right. So, you know, right. we don't want people Mid to over no, June. Well, well June, June. Right. Yes. But but my point is, we don't want the community to be thinking again. Everything comes yes. in stages, like we were saying earlier. Everything comes in stages. And this is just kind of the first introduction. It's promising, though, because I definitely didn't yes. expect to see it yeah. in first quarter of next yeah. year. That's why it made me second, second, mm -hmm. second guess, because I was like, wow, that's early. Yeah. Unique, uh, let me jump to you. What on uh, 3.13 on that list uh, sticks out for you? Give me a couple of them. Um, I'm liking the surrender in the law system. So if they can do uh, that, bounty. that moves some of the person-to-person -person gameplay forward. I do like uh, the individually selectable missiles for firing. I think that's mm -hmm. really good for moving combat forward a lot. Mm -hmm. Of course, the ship-to-station docking, those will, to me, those are huge steps forward. Uh, and really improving the gameplay. It's those little things that uh, help open up the game a lot, a lot more. Mm, that's good. My vote is going to be, you just touched on, well, you, all of you guys hit on the ones I like them all. Ship to station docking, really now because these bigger ships now can have a means to come to different stations and park themselves where they're limited right now. The other thing, though, was hacking. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, but God. hacking is now going to allow people to break into people's ships, which is something that we had not had yet, had yet. So for people who want to do the piracy dynamics of the game, if hacking is implemented as a means to either get control of a ship or access a ship or even locations, it'll be interesting to see how they implement that into the game. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, we kind of touched on the iCache piece because that was one of the ones I was going to kind of spend a little bit more time talking about, but Kimmy, you gave us a real good breakdown. So, and, and people are by now familiar with why iCache is so important to us along with server meshing and everything else. By the way, Kimmy, remember I told you last week, but there was something I had bed. to tell you. Yes. I Okay. Earlier this year, you and I had a bet that Vulcan would be out by the end of this uh... year. Oh, he remembers. Yes, no, yes. I, I remember Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. You you don't remember the bet. Yeah, of course not. Okay. But anyway, we we so did have a bet. It that it's uh it's not going in my face. Well, you know what? Right. Well, you know what? I would also say this. Maybe you would have been on point if in light of COVID not happening too, because I'm sure that it had some impact on the development of that. But you and I were both looking forward and hoping that Vulcan would be out this year because it would yep. make a tremendous difference in gameplay for many people who are into Star Citizen. So let's hope that we do see something for that because I didn't see anything yet about Vulcan yeah, um, yeah. yet, but let's see. And, and the other thing I want to talk but about is... Mm -hmm, keep yeah. in mind that there's only 20 disciplines and there's another 30 that they have yet to put oh, yeah, plenty, right. the roadmap. So That's true. If you guys want to switch it. over, yeah, switch over to the progress tracker real quick. Um, if you guys oh, haven't had a chance to look at it yet... Um, yeah, the progress tracker 0 0.05. This is their first iteration of it. Uh, but you guys know that this was the progress tracker that CIG said that they would be giving to the community. I feel I'm going to spend hours on this. <laughs> Standard Dev, thank Have you fun. for the subscription for eight months. This guy has always been supporting us. And Zomax, thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank we'll, you. We'll get it in eight, uh, January, the rest of the disciplines. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, as you guys know, when you look at this right now, you can see they have all these different categories, the actor feature team, the actor tech team. I won't go through all of them, but they basically all the teams now are reporting in real time their deliverables and their progress in the game. Now, one of the things that they wanted us to know is that it doesn't mean necessarily that when one thing you see is finished, that it means it's going to come out right away because there, some things are contingent upon other things. 
but they do want us to be able to see how they're progressing with the development of the game because a lot of people felt and rightfully so that last year was another one of those kind of silent years in relation to the progress of the game now mind you this one is in relation to both squadron 42 and star citizen so make sure if you're curious about the squadron 42 stuff you check that out don't forget some of the things are tied together as well so that's another thing to give great consideration to okay it looks like we got some people who responded to the um to the survey i'm gonna hit it one more time and if you didn't get to fill out the survey this is your opportunity to do so but we are going to bring that up on screen and then uh -oh. we can talk about what was wow the survey changed dramatically <laughs> like it, it it really changed dramatically from what it was earlier oh. um <clears throat> and hopefully you guys will be able to see this so bear with me i've got to move some screens here make this readable kimmy kimmy for you to pay off that bet wasn't it that you had to take your origin patch off <laughs> i don't have an origin <laughs> Bottom of your shoe, that with it. What is that again? Oh my god! You have to take the origin patch and stick it on the bottom of your shoe and walk around, right? Hey, you got it, man. I'll go ahead and do that now. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah, it's that's a sensitive subject. Talking about the origin manufacturer around here. <laughs> you guys aren't origin fans. Oh, yeah, uh oh, uh oh! You're 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 speaking to one of the factory authorized representatives oh, right now. God. So there are other there are other haters. Talk about <laughs> whenever I talk about origin, I'm either gonna get I'm gonna get a lecture either for or against the company. <laughs> it's never just a simple yeah, man. Origin, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> it's like no. Yeah. It's it's one of our it's our one of our running jokes that oh, a couple of oh us are God. big into the origin nice. stuff. Okay, so I you know I just lost the dog on the screen. Here here we go. Okay. All right, so if you guys can see that, um and I know the type is very small, so I'm gonna try to read what these categories are, and I know host, if you guys can't read it, bear with me here. Uh this th this graphic changed dramatically just within the time frame that people responded. But it has right now that the number one thing that people want to see happen Ooh. in 2021 is iCash. Yeah. Uh, and so evidently the community understands the importance of it and the need for having it in game. And so, again, if this is one of the original iterations in the first quarter and we see it continue to build through next year, hopefully they'll get it nailed down and it'll be fully functional in 2021. And it will be, as Kimmy always tells us, it'll be a game changer. Number three on the far left there is a new roadmap for squadron 42 so um yeah we we got part of it in the tracker i know people yeah. are looking for an actual roadmap roadmap okay um hopefully we will see that and that was uh space clown thank you oh my god three months to space clown 420 thank you thank you for that subscription we appreciate it um so that was number three uh now there's a tie guys who is that now somebody's following Ah, the Bodacal. Thank you for the follow. Um, the next tie would come between player increase on servers and the pyro system. Uh, let me throw this out to the uh, to the the hosts here. Uh, Kimmy, if you had to pick between those two, which one would you want to see first, the player increase or the pyro system? I would say, oh gosh, holy smokes, that's a that's a really good one. Um, I would have to say pyro because uh, it's no point in having 
the player increase and people just standing around and then it's something toxic could happen if there's nothing to do okay. so give me pyro you because pyro? it gives people destinations and uh things of discovery all right space tomato which one do you want pyro or the player increase is this in a vacuum or is this given the curtain context of the game? <laughs> Let's say that this is for 2021. If they added it in 2021, that's that's what the thing is based on. All right. If they added had to add one of these and ditch one of these other ones for the new year, I would say player increase. Okay, you take the player increase. Yeah. Okay. Unique, how about you? Player increase or pyro system? Uh, well, I don't think you get player increase without server meshing, so you're mm -hmm. going to wait a long time for that to happen. I think they can bring Pyro in sooner mm -hmm. and start jumping between other systems with everybody since this is a space game. That's a core thing everybody would love to do. Like, how do I navigate a wormhole and get to a whole new solar system, mm -hmm. trade with a whole new solar system across that? That opens a lot of that gameplay. Mm -hmm. That it's all possible. Mm -hmm. I think that's a missing piece that will really show that this game is possible and that it can be finished. Uh, so I think it would give all the players much more bang for the buck than a, another fifty people per server. Okay, fair enough. But to, but just but tomatoes to tomatoes point uh, as you know if you're already invested in game as an org member and then you're you're able to do operations based on org centric things. Yeah, it's going to increase and it's going to be a lot of PvP, but at the same time, uh, you you will have that that uh, much needed interaction of doing uh, org uh, operations mm -hmm. and, and and going against other orgs to see how good you are uh, in game. So yeah, it, it's good points on either side of that mm -hmm. uh, between okay. those two. Well, I just I just wanted to put out the reason I said player player uh, increase and actually unique kind of got on that. Um, the player increase would probably come with server meshing, and we won't get server meshing until we, or we won't get pyro until we get server meshing. Mm -hmm. This is just a wish list. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wish list. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, so here's the next. There are four in the next category. Uh, the first one is docking, vehicles in vehicle spawning, quanta slash quantum, and theaters of war. So let me oh, start wow. with that tomato. Which one would you want to see? Docking, vehicle and vehicle spawning, quanta quantum, or theaters of war? Well, my uh, my first pick would be quantum. So that's that's what I would go with between those ones. Okay, quantum and quantum. You want to see the you want to see the economy and the whole AI thing popping into the game, basically. Yeah, I want to I want to start to see what the simulation is going to do to affect the game. Okay, okay, Kimmy, how about you? I am going to ride and die with Tony Zurevec. <laughs> okay. It's all about that quantum system and actually uh, values of things changing and that supply and demand always fluctuating and you're chasing and you have to be informed or, or get information based on what's what the economy is doing. So you're chasing after that bottom line as it changes dynamically. So, oh, 100%. It's all about Tony Z. Mad style, mad style. Thank, Thank you, you so style. much for the five gift subs. <laughs> We're gonna hear James Brown five times, y'all. Oh okay. Here we go. <laughs> but Rock thank it. you, Mad Style. You all give Mad Style a thanks. Those of you who he bequeathed those gifts to. That's awesome. 
seven match style. Okay, unique. Uh, I'm gonna put it on you. Docking, Quanta Quantum, vehicle and vehicle spawning, or pyro. I'm sorry, not pyro. Uh, theaters of war. Okay, so being starved of a lot of the playable content thing, I would really like theaters. The I think it's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. I think with the limited amount of players for server, it's going to give the best bang for buck to mm. let us squander a whole bunch of time and actually be happy with the gameplay mm -hmm. while they work on some of these serious things that are going to take a long time. Good point. Uh, so I think it's just going to help uh, keep us busy. Okay, fair Maybe enough. On other things. All right, fair enough. Now, I'm going to get your opinion on this Good one. Point. No one picked these four. So I would love to know if there was one of these that you would like to see, because I'm surprised on a couple of these and no one picked them. The first one is Orison. The next one is Homesteads. The next one is seeing us go from DirectX to Vulcan. And then the last one is Underwater Points of Interest, being able to go in the water and underwater. Uh, Tomato, any of those interest you? The, uh, the renderer changeover, obviously, I think is the most important thing there. Okay, DirectX to Vulcan. Yeah. Okay, Kimmy. I've talked about this years since what 2014. Uh, underwater gameplay it, it hails back to Jacques Cousteau, it hails back to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, so much history and lore to the aspects of underwater gameplay, and then it opens up the version 2.0 of mining, uh, kelp farming, uh, 2.0 of, of civilizations uh, being mm -hmm. discovered. And uh, also 2.0 of of layers or hangars that's built underwater, as 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 well as uh, locations that you can uh, basically uh, swim to or uh, use the submersible to go to. Okay. So definitely underwater for me. Okay. And unique. Uh, I'm a Mr. Space Tomato on this one. That's that's the thing you really need. You're looking to see better performance. Yes, so. Okay, very, very cool. I'm going to actually say something really crazy. Um, I'm looking forward to homesteads. Um, yes. And only because not just to have empty buildings down there, but I'm looking forward to them in the sense of being able to have AI and missions and other things that are on the moons and planets other than just, you know, the things that we have right now. I'm looking forward to the stuff that they showed us a few weeks ago really got me excited. Um, and I'm just kind of looking forward to that. But uh in the in the truth of the matter is, when you look at it, the DirectX peeps, I agree, a hundred percent. To see performance get raised for everybody, uh, some of us have the more higher end PCs and performances there. But to see us go to Vulcan will definitely improve performance for a lot of people that are playing Star Citizen, and it would yes. be very cool to see that come into uh, into fruition. So, okay, well, that kind of improved performance opens up enough CPU. So that the actual AI guys stop standing on chairs and stop. <laughs> you don't you see. don't like T posing. Oh, you yeah, gotta right. and and from the things that they're saying in the engineering sections of the monthly reports, it sounds like it could also improve the actual looks of the game quite a bit. Yes, well, absolutely. They're gonna they're gonna need server ticks to go up, guys. As far as NPCs standing or T posing, uh, it's gonna have to, and they don't need high. Uh, frame rates for the server ticks. They just need it to sustain double digits, and it it will be fine. So, in order to do that, to stop the NPCs from T posing, 
they will have to actually get uh, server timing, basically have servers work in sync. Mm -hmm. Their timing is going to be uh, in sync, and then they can get the tick rates up just to double digits, and then you're going to see a dramatic change and difference in how the NPCs actually work in-game. Pramster, thank you for that four-month Prime subscription. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to one of our uh, our followers here. I'm trying to pull this up real quick to surprise him a little bit. Uh, nice. Let's see. Bear with me. Just bear with me here. Boom. All right. That is from Mad Style. Mad Style did that for us, gang. He has been throwing out these little animations oh, wow. and gifs and posting them. And, you know, I don't want you to think we didn't see it, Mad Style. It was a crazy week with the holiday, but I want to tell you, thank you, thank you. That was so cool of you to uh, cool. do some work. And, he, and plus, you saved me from having to do some work, so I really appreciate it. So <laughs> thank you for that. He's got another one that he sent, but I didn't have time to pull the link up for it. But thank you. We, we do appreciate that. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to the theory crafting side of this whole thing. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's my jam, baby. Okay. For, for, activated. Yeah, That's for, for 2021, <laughs> and I didn't get to prep these guys on this, so it's going to take them a couple seconds to answer okay, the question. All right, but for, for 2021, um, you know, th there's a lot that you could be asking for in relation to Star Citizen. Um, and, and, and basically the question is this. I mean, even though we looked at our own survey and, and, and what we saw on the roadmap, um, what are you looking forward to seeing happen in, in Star Citizen? And it could be in relation to anything you want. It could be about mechanics. It could be gameplay. It could be ships. It could be technology, whatever the, the case you want to be. Tomato, I'll, I'll go with you for in, in anything that oh, you might man. think you want to project. Give me no <laughs> time to think. <laughs> Can I just say the whole game completed? <laughs> Like, I, what is one thing I want to see? It's like everything. Um, I want it all. It's a fair question. Oh, man. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, Send his check in, so he's ready. I, I would say, geez. you know what? All, all things considered, I think I'm really, really excited. And I don't think they've really talked about this. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this is going to be a thing. It would be a, a lofty goal. Mm -hmm. But to create player-made missions. So not just to hire somebody with a beacon, but to actually set out a goal for that player. Mm -hmm. I, my my perfect play style is to be a part-time information broker and part-time explorer. And I want to be able to explore and get the information I need, but also set up missions to get people to go get information, for people to deliver my own information, and for people to come back to me for that same information. Mm. So I just want I, I want things that make that possible. Mm. Okay. So this is something that allows you to create your own form of gameplay. Yeah, which mm -hmm. I think is probably what people <laughs> mean when they say they want gameplay. Like, everybody wants to play their own pocket of what this game is supposed to give to the world. That's, that's why we all love the game. Mm -hmm. I just want the stuff that's going to make my pocket possible. Okay, okay. Kimmy, how about you? 2021, what would you like to see if there was something that you could put in next year in the game, whether it's on the map or not? What's something you would like to see happen? And this is a wish list, of course, right? So, uh... A culmination of at least 10 systems and five career gameplay uh, loops. Mm. 10 systems. I'm good. 10 systems. Yes. That's ambitious. 10 systems, but it would be interesting. 
Uh, we, and we've talked about this before on the show that even though Chris has said 100 systems, we've already talked about if he gets 40 or 50 systems in here, that's a lot of real that's estate. It's a lot, a lot of real estate. That's a lot. So when you say talking about 100, if he didn't deliver 100, I'm okay. But but 50, I, I look at how big Stanton is now, and I know there are systems that are bigger even than Stanton, and it's, it's crazy. Yes, yes, it, it is crazy. Um, unique, I'm going to drop it on you. If there was something in 2021 you'd like to see pop up in relation to Star Citizen, what would it be? Um, I'd like to see game loop completed on a couple of the uh, careers. Would mm -hmm. be nice, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Whether mining would be good to get stuff started. Uh, I think they can do the medical, so that mm -hmm. people can fight, they can get mm -hmm. injured, that kind of thing. I don't think those are too far fetched to get in twenty twenty one. And then one solar system, get that in there. Let us jump out have battles and go across this thing uh yeah. start creating game content even amongst the players mm -hmm. just for that like you said uh tomato was about creating your own content kind of thing like that mm -hmm. um, if that becomes possible i'm sure twitch pacheco will put out a bounty on him yeah because uh, she's taking her gameplay <laughs> and so she might kill him yeah. but that's okay too yeah <laughs> Uh, DB Billings, I love DB Billings' comment. He says, I'd like CIG to put something in the game that allows cargo runners to systematically protect their cargo from 30Ks <laughs> while ca iCash is being worked on. That, that's funny. Um, for me, I would have to go with Uniques a little bit. I would love to see three careers completed that they've started to hint to. Uh, the first one being um, bounty hunting. We have it in relation to the flight bounty hunting, but they gave us the Cutlass Blue. They gave us the Stasis Chambers. Uh, we've seen in the in the new animation the handcuffs. I would love to see that become implemented into the game. That 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 bounty hunting move to that space. Um, the, the other career I would love to see move into a space is, as you mentioned, uh, unique medical, because medical is something that definitely there are a lot of people who would love to be doing those careers. Uh, gives greater worth to the Cutlass Red, gives a reason for the Apollo to show up, and just the fact that everybody could have some form of doing, using some form of, of that in the sense of rescue, um, you know, the, the, the Cutlass Red working like an ambulance, whatever the case may be. The last one for me would be cargo. They've put in the cargo docks, but we don't have the true mechanic for it yet. And when I can start mining and refining and storing my cargo in certain places and you know, selling it based on price or or trading it off with other people, um, with the mm. with the whole cargo uh, areas docks that are in the game now. I would love to see those three careers kick off in twenty twenty one, and it would give more people more gameplay. Uh, versus right now, mining kind of has the biggest emphasis and and somewhat of PvP. So those would be my wishes uh, for next year in twenty twenty one. Chewy demands. Thank you for the follow. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. We appreciate it. And and Space Tomato, where are you? Thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. <laughs> I did not that. realize. I didn't realize I was We appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. I'd like to make a quick comment. Sure. The person's talking about the 30Ks. Yeah. I don't know if it's still in there with 312, but in the past, you've been able to check in uh, with a space station. You don't actually have to land, but if you contact a space station like you're going to land, before you start zooming across the thing, it usually does a good checkpoint. And usually your cargo survives if you do a 30K. So try that and see if that still works. Wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah, an interesting I, I tip. I is supposed to help out big time with that. That is an interesting tip. Thank you for sharing that. I did not know that. Okay. Well, 
we are going to wrap it up this is an early one i know guys usually we go almost two hours but we knew this was going to be a short one it's the holiday weekend still and uh i don't want to keep everybody tied up this week but we want to say thank you to all of you all who've been supporting us through this year we started in march it is december and as i mentioned earlier i think this is episode number 42 so you guys have gotten us through a lot of episodes and you guys have supported us and we really really appreciate your support both on soul citizens and as well on friday night live our, our second show that we do and so we just want to tell you thank you thank you thank you thank you for all the support whether it's you followed whether you just listened in whether you subscribed whether you sent bits whatever the case may be we really, really appreciate you guys supporting us. You guys have been really great to us. And we just have one of the best communities. Star Citizen community is one of the best communities ever. Oh, Zaylin Maru. Maru. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for closing us out. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Friday night one? Next. <laughs> no, you know, I was going to say we're, we're we're as you guys know last week we didn't do a Friday night live because we're taking a break because of the holiday cuz we landed on on Christmas for those of us who celebrate Christmas or and then this Friday will be New Year's and so we won't be having a Friday night live on this Friday either but we'll be back in January of 2021. We will be doing a Soul Citizens on next Sunday though. So we do have a whole new set of shows for next quarter that we're going to be doing that we're really really excited about and we hope you guys can join us for that. But in the meantime, uh, let's let everybody close out. Space Tomato, tell people where they can find you. Uh, anywhere, really. <laughs> uh, I've got um, I've got a YouTube channel. That's where I do most of my work. I publish videos every single week, multiple times a week. Uh, news, opinions, cinematics, whatever you want. Um, I'm here on Twitch as well under It's Space Tomato. Um, and I am also on Twitter. And Instagram under that same name, it's Space Tomato. I'm also on Facebook, but you know, that's Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, feel free to look me up on YouTube or Twitch. That's where I spend most of my time. Yeah. And make sure it's it's Space Tomato. Listen, man, I don't know what the deal is with the name Space Tomato. You got so many people out there who want that name. It yeah. took me forever to find you. I yeah. was like, what the heck is Space Tomato? Why is that so popular? There was so I many don't variations know. Somebody, somebody signed up. I think actually two people now have signed up for Star Citizen since I took this name uh -huh. with the name Space Tomato. <laughs> and then they like pick a different handle or something so it doesn't actually count. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Every single time somebody adds me, they're like, are you Sergeant Tomato or Space Tomato? <laughs> something like, popular about that name but uh nah, yeah i don't know i guess well again thanks for coming on the show this week we really you know was looking forward to it you and i've been corresponding for a few months and we finally yeah, made man. it happen so we're glad to have you here Absolutely. uh kimmy where can people find you oh man you can find me here soul citizens sometimes on friday night live and you will also find me on my channel on switch uh twitch uh kimmy 65 i'm talking uh game content of star citizen gameplay as well as tech technical uh, advice on controllers, setups, uh, hardware, you name it. Uh, just check me out. All righty. And last but not least, Unique, what can people find you? Oh, well, evidently I'm becoming a special guest host or my profession is a guest host. <laughs> all of shows. But right now, that's where you can find me. I don't stream. I'm not on Twitch or anything like that. I'm busy building a new business right now. Uh, but once I'm done with that, I'll try to make myself much more available. Uh, but I've been around a long time, so if you do have, like I said, Kimmy, you got questions, if they these guys can't answer or support, I'm happy to help them support you. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Awesome. And again, we want to thank you guys for all that you guys have done for us as Star Citizens and as the Soul Citizens team. And right now, we are going to see who we can send you lovely people to. Um, you mind if I... Uh, yeah. Is you mind if I... 
Oh, go ahead. Space tomato. tomato. No, no, you you go ahead. No, no, no. What were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna ask if I could make a plug. <laughs> oh no, yeah, absolutely. Plug, plug away. Uh, plug away. I, I just I just put out my closing video for the year. Yes, uh, which yes, I'm very nice. proud of. It's a tour of the Idris, um, which will be in Squadron Forty Two, and also we can fight in the PU right now. Um, so if you want to check that out, hit hit me up on YouTube. It's a cool video. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun making it. Uh, yep. and I hope you guys like it. And we will make sure that we do a retweet on it because we usually try to keep up with his videos when they come out because they're Thank really, you. really good stuff. And his production quality is awesome. So you get to hear that awesome voice again. So you guys <laughs> make sure you follow It's Space Tomato and support him as well. Um, we're going to go ahead and send you guys over to the, the CSS. Was he playing? What is he playing? Oh, he's doing Was donations Zylo? and stuff too. Uh, no, I'm not going to no go Zylo. to Zylo. No, Zylo's not out, but we will send everybody over to... Da, 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 da. Let's go toward... You know what we'll do? We'll go to the man himself, Uber Nerd, because Uber, Uber Nerd yes. is always sending people our way. Good so one. we'll yes. send you guys yes. to him. And he's playing Star Citizen, people. <laughs> okay, my goofy. Awesome. I can't believe my um, Twitch just decided to just completely flip out on me. Hmm. I tell you, where's Fast Cart when you need him? <laughs> Where is Fast Cart when you need him? All right, guys, hang on here. Thanks for coming, everybody. Really appreciate it. Good seven guys. Yeah, there See we you guys go. Later. All right, Thanks guys, for coming out for take care of yourself. Have a great holiday. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Happy and New Year's, guys. As always, guys, peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Say hi to Uber Nerd for us.